The conversation in the following podcast will contain spoilers that will reveal plot points and conclusions of the movies that are discussed. The opinions expressed by the guests on our show do not necessarily reflect those of the regular hosts. Chewing a Scenery Horror Movie Podcast can be an effective tool for offending the easily offended, so if you are one of them, do us both a favor and don't listen. Consider yourself warned. Watched that copy. Is this a Criterion one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a. That's where I got my uh, copy this, Okay, from. so this has extra stuff. So um, get your mic. Probably about. Yay! And you'll probably sound about about the level you want to be. Hello. Is that too high? There we go. Yeah, you'll find your distance. Yeah, well, you'll know because you'll six inches. You'll over. Yeah. You'll over modulate and you'll be like, hey, <laughs> or you'll lean way back. Like, yeah, Will's like he's driving some gangster ride. Jelly needs to do that because I'm tired of him yelling at me. <laughs> I, I, have to drive you. I have to drive you through the night. Doing drive? Toes. You don't know how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Should we start this thing? Let's get going. Keep it fresh. Ask me anything. Yeah, you can flip right through on. the book there. Well, we're going to do a quick intro. Hey, welcome to Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Richard, and I am here with Jolian. Hello. Will. Hello. And Zach Howard. Hello. Zach Howard is. Can I call you comic book artist extraordinaire? Uh, are you, sure. Are you okay with that? Yeah, yeah. Right, anything cool. you want. Um, before we get started, I'm going to say thank you to the Moonrays for our intro song, intro creature features. Um, you can find them on iTunes, Amazon. Or go to facebook.com forward slash the moon rays. That's how you can find them. I've been seeing their website and I don't know when it disappeared, but I just went to look on it and say something about something that was on their website and it was gone. So Uh-oh. I think they, I don't know, maybe they're like me. They don't really use it or maintain it. So whatever. They got Yoko'd. <laughs> That's possible. Maybe. <laughs> it is possible. So uh, we're going to be talking about Shaun of the Dead because, well... What's that? <laughs> it's a 2003 oh, British comedy. I'm old. Um, or is it 2004? It's, I, Filmed I, in 2003. Yeah, the, the, the British side was 2003. Yeah. Because it was done filming when I started. Um, but it wasn't really out here in the U.S. And, yet. and they had to delay release in the U.K. because of the Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah. Damn, two weeks. So, so um, this thing had a budget of four million pounds. So in its day, that was what about six billion dollars or six billion dollars? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> roughly. <laughs> so it's I don't a know. Dollar falling that. Far. It made uh, it, made about thirty. I think it used to be a pound was worth about two bucks back then. Wasn't Not it? quite that was, then. That was no? a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, it was about a buck fifty. Yeah, maybe. buck it? and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so they had some money in it. It looked good. The movie really oh, good. It was really tight. 
Yeah. There, there are no gaps. It, it was solid. Very solid. It was interesting having seen that before having seen the series Spaced. I started realizing. <laughs> Same as what, me. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. W- I watched Space. And I went, oh, that one's in Shaun of the Dead. That one's <laughs> in Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> hey, there's <Yeah>. Yvonne. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. A lot yeah. of inside jokes. With, oh, you yeah. know, Between shows. Yeah. So. And I think a lot of people really wouldn't understand how funny Peter Serafinowicz really is. Oh, he's great. He's hilarious. Yeah, you ought to look up a Dalek yoga. <laughs> that sounds funny and I don't know anything about it it's like Daleks trying to get you to relax <laughs> that's great so uh, tell us uh, uh, Zach how you first came across the movie like where did you see it when did you see it uh, uh, well I got the job before I saw it I <clears throat> excuse me at the time I was in the process of uh, I think I was busy failing at Richard Dragon at DC hmm. waiting for uh, by, my Batman gig to start and uh, I was pretty disillusioned by the end of my run at DC and uh, was going to quit comics uh, I did one more con and a fresh-faced uh, Chris Ryle uh, like two weeks into the job just came trotting up to me and asked if uh, uh, I'd be interested in working for him and I thought I'd try one indie book before I, I gave it up, and uh, it happened to be this, and uh, so I won the lottery in that yep. that aspect. That um, is really and, cool. And they, they let me, you know, I don't know, it was very enjoyable uh, and freeing compared to something like Batman or really any DC title I did. Uh, oddly enough, even though it was filmed, they let me do a lot of, I didn't want to do the same shots Okay. exactly from the film I, I stayed faithful but i always tried to uh put it through my uh crazy lens yeah just so. just uh flipping through the hardcover here for a moment i did see a bird's eye view of sean walking and i thought yeah that's a cool perspective because we didn't see that in the movie but well you already saw the movie and that's yeah. most people that get right. this already saw the movie so right. you know i try to keep it original a lot of inside jokes in it um a lot of regrettable things, but uh, a lot of fun. It, it was popular, came out pretty well, you know. And via email, I found out that you didn't have an abundance of copies of the book left. Oh, God, no. Uh, that's Those are gold nuggets if I get one of those. I mean, they go for 200 now. No kidding? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's serious. Yeah. So, yeah, that, there you go. <laughs> the, the first comic I remember that ever happening with was Tank Girl. Oh yeah, do you remember Jamie? Those? Oh yeah, one of my all-time favorite, big yeah. influence in my yeah. Career. It was great books, and uh, I remember hearing about it, and then maybe a year later being in a store and seeing, uh, oh, this is really cool. Yeah, you know, picking it up in the sleeve and looking at the cover art, and then noticing the price tag. Yeah, <laughs> okay, it's a little rich for me. <laughs> he, he used to go to uh, art college with a friend of mine, and uh, uh, Jamie Hewlett was known for. I think I can reveal this now because of the statutes of limitations. <laughs> uh, everyone used to follow his uh, graffiti in the toilets. Oh. Uh, like cartoon all over the toilet stall. So, you know, if they preserved them and uh, covered them, you know, laminated them properly, they could sell off their toilets for pretty large amounts of money now. That's amazing. It's funny how that's... Uh, I mean, if you were able to get Banksy art and prove that it's real... <laughs> It's worth millions. Of yeah. course. It's yeah. bizarre. Yeah. <clears throat> because that's not the spirit of the thing at all. No. But... So, so um, Will, um, did you see this in the theater when it came out? Yes. 
Uh, where were you at the time? Uh, I was here in Denver. Oh, nice. I think I saw it at the Mayan. You saw it at a at an actual theater, not some either the Mayan or the uh, Esquire. I don't remember cool. which one. Saw this and uh, shortly before or after Napoleon Dynamite. Oh man, that one a lot of people didn't get at all. Yeah, it was so bizarre and quirky. I had people from Meiniger's drag me to both of those. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I think my first experience, I, well, I know where I was at the time was Spokane, Washington, and I had seen a like a preview or two, and I thought, oh, this looks funny, you know, this looks like a zombie movie that's a, also a comedy, and I was sitting in my seat in the theater going, oh, this, I can tell this is a classic already. Yeah. I, mean, I knew it. Oh, you watch it once, and you know, it's the real deal. Yeah. It, it's going to be around. Well, the last movie you talked about was Dawn of the Dead, which is my favorite horror movie ever. And then this is Richard's. Oh, okay. It's, it's definitely, I, I haven't put numbers on it, but it's in my top three or five for sure. Yeah. It's, it is a favorite. It's hard for me to qualify it like that. You know, yeah. I've, I've, the editor of the movie is probably the only person that's seen it fewer times than me. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, seriously, I, I would like watch a scene, you know, on this little crappy bootleg DVD that they would allow me to have. Right. Um, and I just watch it again and again and again, get a feel for each scene and then draw it out. So each scene I, I just had memorized down to the, you know, set design, everything, right. every last thing. So, you know, there's a podcast out there where a group of, uh, two guys, I believe from New Zealand watched, uh, grown ups Two, I believe was the film every week for a year. And they just talked about it every week. And wow. it's the same sort of thing, I imagine. They start, like, making up stories for people in the background yeah. and checking out everything. Like, oh, did you notice on the bookshelf there's such and such? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everything in the background you're staring at. I imagine you did the same oh, thing after course. a while. Oh, of course. Of course. You just, you see everything eventually. Every time you watch it, you're looking at something else. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, I don't know. It, uh I never saw it in the theaters like you guys because I'd already seen it 4,000 times before it hit the theater. <clears throat> and the quality um, wasn't so hot on this uh, screener that you got? Oh, shit, no. It was... Uh, oh. Yes, go ahead. Okay, we, you can You um, can fucking curse on this thing. Uh-oh. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> there, the, the, we broke the seal. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jollyans heard me curse once or twice. So. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, uh Anyhow, where were we? I, the cursing um, so, threw me so, off. So you, you've, you've been watching the screener and it was like low quality. Yeah, it wasn't quite... Yeah, it was terrible. So, I mean, even if I wanted to copy it, it'd be pretty rough because it was... Uh, it wasn't widescreen or anything. It was and just, it wasn't color timed or anything yet? Well, it was. It okay. was I mean, it was done. Fully edited, a sound. I mean, it was a finished movie, but it was... Just not a good transfer. poor quality. Okay. Um, they wouldn't let me have anything cool. You know, uh, it's funny. They want you to draw something yeah. that they won't show you, you know, and it's, it's, uh, so I, in fact, I think initially they had a, uh, an illegal copy for me Oh. so I could get working because okay. everybody knows how fast I am. Some, uh, sometimes when they adapt comics, uh, the, there's separate rights for the likenesses of actors. Like there was mm. a, there was a time when they did a comics adaptation of Alien and like the oh, artist, yeah carefully did, drew, did it first i think yeah uh, and had no clue what right. the monster looked yeah, they, like they carefully like drew that. sigourney weaver all the way through and then they had to change it because they couldn't use, use her, her likeness. likeness yeah you know it's uh, uh i ran into that on star trek uh uh 
one of my favorite, favorite, all-time favorite quotes ever from, uh, uh, I suppose, working with uh, people that have likeness rights is, uh, Riker, super cool. I had to get Riker's approval and uh, Captain Picard. And uh, <laughs> Riker's just... Not the actors, the real, you know, the real the yeah, characters. Yeah, whoever those humans are. Uh, Patrick Stewart, anyways, he... Uh, Riker was good to go right away. Uh, Patrick Stewart's comments back were uh, all-time classic. Um, he said, uh, uh, I'm, I don't make me look like an old man. And the second part was, uh, and make me look bald by choice. <laughs> Bald by choice. I think he was trolling me, but uh, I was I like, don't want to look like an old bald fart. I guess he's fucking old by choice too. But uh, right. uh, yeah, yeah, it, it can get weird and strange. You'll be halfway through cover, and they'll be like, "We don't have likeness rights on that person," so mm. you have to take that character out or change it into somebody else. On this one, and that's um, when you put a mustache on that person for yeah, a big scar yeah. on their cheek and nose ring. Yeah, the Groucho the gra- <laughs> disguise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike Tyson tattoo right there on on the eye. But uh, you could have that on a rubber stamp. Yeah, no problems on this one. Yeah. However, um, I did more of the feel of the character uh, back then. I wasn't quite as savvy as an artist. This is my first miniseries ever, and uh, uh, scared to death trying to work fast, learning how to ink on the job because I was miserable at DC having these, you know, just contract inkers just, I mean, just creating abortions on your work. And, uh, 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 and it's terrible. You can't, it's just part of the system. And I knew I wouldn't fit in it. Uh, so I was learning how to ink while, you know, drawing my first miniseries and it, it ended up being pretty fun. But, uh, uh, is actually a lot of fun. It looks I used, great. I used to have a lot more fun in comic books than now. It, uh, <laughs> I was a little loose back then. And the and the uh, the business side of things probably just gets worse and worse over the years, doesn't it? Uh, I, yes, but I kind of bring it on myself. You yeah. know, I won't. I don't play well with uh, uh, others. <laughs> st- just just industry norms. Right. They sicken me. Yeah. Uh, so I don't play at all. <laughs> I'm not going to suffer any fool right. and give a shit online anywhere. I don't care who you are. Well, it, it does, it, it does compromise the art when you get too many cooks, you know, it's, yeah, it's the worst it's, part Everything creates a tighter leash, a tighter leash, tighter leash. And you end up just being a, I don't know. You just end up being a commercial artist. Right. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just, I know, I knew early on it wasn't for me. There has to be some room for the creativity of, of it all, it seems. Well, it doesn't have to. Just for me, there's whatever I consider my creative outlet doesn't fit in. You know, I, I at first I thought I had to, in my, my career, I had to get Batman. And I find suddenly I was doing Batman, you know, four years into drawing. And uh, I was unhappy. And, you know, uh I had to do that to, to understand, you know, my path as an artist. Uh, but uh, it also uh, set me free because, you know, when I quit and everybody said I was a big stupid asshole, um, <laughs> I landed Shaun of the Dead next book. Nice. And, you know, I'm nominated for some stupid TV award on Spike TV, you know. and yeah, uh, People still come to conventions oh, or shit, yeah. more than anything else, right? That's awesome. I don't know about or, or, any or more. Still, Wild Blue now is Wild number Blue one. Now, yeah. uh, Wild, Blue, Wild Blue Yonder, that is. Yeah. 
from so, IDW. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which uh, the Intel RealSense app or whatever just got uh, official press release with Gerard Butler. So very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, Gerard Butler from Dracula 2000? Uh, no, the one King Leonidas. Uh, I don't know. I don't watch. <laughs> he, shit, well, he was in Dracula 2000. Well, the shame on you for watching. Yeah, that, he's, 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 he's come he's, on, man. Do some push-ups or some shit. What the fuck are you watching that for? Enrich your life. Push it away. Get it's, down and push Dracula away. You do anything with a date after it. <laughs> but 2000, go fuck yourself. 2000 sounded futuristic back then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now it just sounds sad. Didn't at that all. movie come out in 2003 though? <laughs> It sounds it's about like right. Conan O'Brien does it, doesn't he? In, in, in the year, year 2000, yeah. it's like 2014, you know? Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, Shaun of the Dead, I don't even recap. It It literally changed who I am as an artist and the direction of my entire career because I never fully went back to, uh, you know, the, the big two. The stable. I, yeah. Yeah. When you know, and they would be nice to me when I needed money or just had time that I get a cover or a single issue or something. I go right. do Spider Man for an issue or something. Uh, but honestly, it was just for money. Yeah. You know? uh, and I don't like to do that. No. So, you want you want the creativity. Hopefully. Yeah. You know, or at least what I consider, you know, creative or original. So on, uh, on what viewing did you notice that? everything significant in this movie happened twice as far as <laughs> certain certain actions and a lot of dialogue. Yes. Well, the beats, uh, and it's very circular and beautiful like that. Yeah. Uh, 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 it's, it, it literally is brilliant uh, what they did oh, yeah. um, in that movie. Every scene matters. Uh, the relationships, again, um, as the characters arc, they always they always pull upon recall and build upon it, which I always loved about the good, bad, and the ugly, and things like that. Right. It just shows you it's if you can pull it off in in a story, it it I don't know it, it really strengthens it. It becomes kind of a glue for the movie and how it progresses and how the the characters kind of reach their final resolution. If you can keep recalling from their starting point in either through humor or something witty or a visual action or things like in all of those combined um you know it's it's just one of those rare successes where they pull it off on every level and i think those recalls are are part of the flavor of it um had you noticed early on that there was that reservoir dogs style standoff in the Winchester where they're holding the broken bottles. Yes, I guess it does feel like that, but honestly I never thought reservoir dogs. Is... Yeah. Where they've all got the guns pointed at the same Did time. You know, this is, uh, Tarantino picked this as one of his, the, the best movies made in the last <laughs> 30 years or something. I would say like he's, some, he, he made a list of like the top 10 movies since 1993. And this is, this is one of them. Wow. Yeah. That is really cool. I heard he didn't mention the book, though, so I'm a little pissed. <laughs> you know how he is. Yeah, yeah. He is Tarantino's Tarantino. <clears throat> yeah, there's... Um, and by the way, what, what's the date today? It's got to be getting close. 23rd? 23rd. 24th, actually. 24th. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're recording this, uh, I guess, just over a week away from uh, 
a uh, convention I'm going to be selling my artwork at. What's and, that? Um, Walker Stalker Con is going to be here in Denver. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's for so people who like to walk and people who like to stalk. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and or stalk, or do you have to choose one or the other? You can do both. Really? Yeah, Those are the, the high-end multitasker type yeah. A personality. I like walker to go stalkers. for like about a 45-minute walk, brisk yeah. walk, and yeah. then Just check get out loose, somebody. Get loose. Know? Get loose, then start stalking. Yeah. You know. And um, Russ Striner, who played Johnny in Night of the Living Dead, is going to be there. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, oh, so, wait. There we go. There's the modulation. Uh, oh, so um, the so the, the, the line, uh, we're coming to get you, Barbara, yes. and of course, yeah, yeah. is derived from Johnny's, uh, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah. There's also some music cues, I think, from, oh, from uh, Dawn, Dawn, Dawn of the, the Dead. Dead Dawn of the Dead. Yes. Uh, uh, like uh, when they pass the ambulance and things like that, they use mm-hmm. that little sound loop again and again. Yeah, uh, effectively mm-hmm. too. And the, the gonk is at the end as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> That's right. The gonk. And you yes. see Noel, uh, who uh, works at Forey Electric. Forey being. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's like Forey Electric. There's Bub's Pizza. Yeah. Uh, What's Bub's Pizza in reference to? Uh, Bub is the zombie they train in Day of the Dead. Okay. Okay. Um, they they put headphones on him, so yeah, that's, that's bad. Um, I remember. Yeah, so they they get him to listen to music, and they get him trained, with, and he, he learns to shoot a gun and everything. Uh, and yeah. then then love after the gun. <laughs> yes, so he he can vote for Donald Trump now. He can love and shoot a gun. Uh, there's also Fulci's, uh Like he says, uh, they're going to order some stuff from that place with all the fish and then he yeah. looks in the yellow pages and there's this ad for the place with all the fish and it's Fulci's oh. which is a reference to Lucio Fulci who is I never noticed that famous See? for doing these Every Italian time... zombie movies yeah super nerd here you should go on a road trip with him <laughs> I just fucking press play and uh, just zone in drive to Iowa while he talks about some fucking monster's butthole or something from Japan in 1964 Oh, that was a good one. Oh, yeah, that was a good year. <laughs> the monster's butthole. Well, 1964. But it'd be some impressive Japanese. What would Jap- What would monster's butthole be in Japanese? The monster's butthole. Kaiju no aho. There we go. I want to see a movie now, or at least fan art. <clears throat> yeah, the, um, we talked about... Uh, I was I was telling Jolien that I made up this word, snonima, which is when the snow is blowing so hard and at such weird angles that there's nothing you can do to keep it from going up and in where it doesn't belong oh wow what are you wearing a skirt <laughs> jesus christ we dude. call him a kilt he's wearing a kilt right now kind of yeah um <laughs> anyway so snonoma is just my term for blowing snow and okay. we, we got one of those yesterday mm-hmm. blowing snow yeah. yeah and then jolian told me that there was actually a japanese term that literally meant the same thing spooky yeah, yeah. which means snow up the butt. Yes, yeah. snow up the butt. Huh? <laughs> well, I don't think that's a literal no. translation. <laughs> I thought it was. I wish it was. It would make me. It happy. is now. It is now. It is it's now. official. In my heart, it always will be. This is recorded, therefore it's official. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's on the internet. It's a matter of record. It's on the internet, therefore it must be true. Yeah, I think so. So, what was your favorite scene in this uh, movie? <sighs> um. Wow, no one's asked me that. Well, what's your years. favorite, Richard? It's yeah, why don't you start? Favorite. Oh, let's see. I'm going to say my favorite scene is when um, Sean, well, the sequence from when Sean is going to the convenience store to get the Koneo 
<laughs> which I had to I had to actually grab the script online to find out what the hell does yeah, what, is, what does Ed say from the couch he's like did you know what a cornetto was uh uh-uh. uh okay yeah so um when I, know, Sean... I found out what a Henry was or uh for Henry the fifth Henry the eighth a Henry the eighth yeah hey, it's an eighth why don't of I just shut the fuck up <laughs> um and let you talk uh Henry the eighth yeah, yeah so I ate the weed yeah okay and uh, did you notice who um when Ed is talking about buying and selling weed, did you notice that who he's talking to? He's uh, talking to someone named Noodle. It's Noel from Noel. the from the electronic store. Yeah. Oh, really? Said, yeah, I noticed that. Who after says about later? The, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I talked to him. He he only has a Henry. Yeah. And I think Noodle is the nickname of is it Egg? Uh, is it the director's nickname? I don't know. Yeah, and I think they used it in space too. It's yeah. Somebody you don't see. Yeah. It's been so long since I've seen space, though. So the sequence from um, Sean leaving uh, to go to the convenience store, not noticing the zombie apocalypse yeah. is underway, and then returning to, there's a girl in the garden. <laughs> that The curtain on the head. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And he's kind of like a ghost with a curtain. That was my all-time favorite scene is the garden scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, with a throwing. Well, there's two things. Um, my favorite scene to draw was the garden scene. If you notice, I take some serious liberties in that and as far as just... Let's have know, a look. I have some stupid stuff in there. It's where I started getting loose. but uh, uh, And really set the tone of the series. But uh, probably the best scene that I drew in it is when they're trying to plan out the, the rest of... That right there. Yeah. That was one of my more creative pages I've ever done. And uh, there's no stats. It's all hand-drawn again and again. So I was pretty happy with that one as far as probably my favorite page of the book. But uh, my favorite scene to draw was definitely the garden scene. You know, winging records and spatulas and stuff. Oh, yeah, this, this does look great. Who doesn't yeah. love drawing the same thing again and again? <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, monthly artists. <laughs> people oh, that such draw. A pain. Oh, I, yeah, I do, I do like how you've got some close-ups in here. And uh, I just had fun with different it, perspectives. You know? uh, it was panel heavy too, so it really forced me for the first time since I guess I did a Mignola story that was panel heavy. But uh, it was the first time I had kind of a a lot of pages in a row where it was a lot of story being told. There's really no chance for me to catch my breath and cheat here and there. I had to really figure some things out, so it's really hard to look at. It's fucking nuclear dog shit uh, but uh, gotta start somewhere right you did a, you did a good job on mary's face yeah. well if you notice i i try to get i mean eventually like sean just becomes my own character i mean i i at first i kind of draw it like him but eventually he gets my chin it actually yeah. looks like simon and i peg and i just fucked furiously <laughs> and had some like space baby or some i don't know future baby and went back in time and started in this stupid book I, I see what you're doing here yeah what this, huh this, i see it i see it yeah it slowly transforms and, and that happens i mean i've gotten better nowadays to where i get that out of my system long before the character sees a page you know an actual comic book page but to back then you know i was learning you know where how my anatomy works and you know uh, character acting and things like that so right so uh um yeah God, those covers are fucking terrible uh <laughs> Tell i think us it, what it was mean. edgar wright's buddy 
you know, I don't know, or fucking, you know, I don't know, slow nephew. I don't know. Um, but it was I all just, digital stuff. I don't know. Early, just digital painting, yeah. tracing, airbrushy bullshit. You know, let's <clears> put everything in the center and uh, uh, I don't know. Thank God my friends, the director, you know, those types of jobs. So the, so the garden scene was your favorite to draw. See. Okay. Will, do you have a favorite scene in the movie? I think when they come across the other party of adventurers <laughs> in the backyard led by huh. Yvonne. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, carbon copies of all of them. from space. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was a beautiful scene. Yeah, that was a fun one to draw, Tim too, from the because office. it was organics. is the only time I did really... Because then I went into the backyard scene, which was another one I had a lot of fun on. I was It was my first super rough deadline on that book, and... I was going fast and loose, and turned out okay. So which I was pretty happy with it. Which is always good. That's a that's a good hard sell. Turned out okay. <laughs> turned out <laughs> okay. N- not terrible. I didn't hate it. If, if people really like this adaptation, because uh, I remember you saying they, you you'd often see this at conventions. People come up with their clutching their issues at the oh, speed design. Yeah. It. Uh, do they do they swoon when they see you? Uh, not really for this book. Uh, when I they think sm- they're more... when they smell him. Yes. Hey, hey, hey now. Well, where'd that come from? That's not you. I've had a beer. Uh, you've, a you monst- have had a, a beer and you got now. a microphone in your face. You're talking about Japanese monster buttholes and fucking slamming me. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, now spaced you you came you came back around to that after having seen Shaun of the dead yes did you enjoy that one yeah yeah not as much uh but i mean it was really well done but you could also see where they're they're finding their voice you know right. as creators so which is a fun thing to see but seeing it in reverse i don't think is as satisfying as naturally watching the progression if that makes sense right yeah I, yeah, if, I mean, if I had the choice between the two, I'd always go with the natural progression. Right. Uh, it builds more naturally. I think you build a better attachment, more healthy attachment to, you know, the idea or IP or whatever. Um, uh, and two, I was a little fucked out. I, like I said, I'd seen this so many times. I, I knew how many whiskers Simon Pegg had on his face. <laughs> right. You know? uh, so... Uh, Although very good, I, I didn't have the fervor of watching it like I did this, Shaun of the Dead. Right. So did you follow the uh, films they made afterwards, like Hot Fuzz? And, uh, yeah, Hot Fuzz End? was really good. Um, it was it was good. Um, and I, you've brought this up before, Jolly, and they have a they have a tendency to use the same story structure and, yeah. and elements. Um, they <laughs> and ironically, it's about people who don't move on. that's good um but they found their formula and i think they operate in a very original way within that formula so it doesn't bug me um at all that that they have similar i found uh, world's end a bit tiresome yeah you had a problem with it where i just i just I don't know. Maybe I was drunk. I oh, and loved every fucking If you like it, then good for you. <laughs> oh, jeez. This one. attitude again. <laughs> How do you say shithead in Japanese? <laughs> we, I, you can say anything and I'll just pretend to bleep it. and then uh, mm. Or just say bleep after they curse. Right. <laughs> right. Whoops, missed it. You said you had not seen World's End? No, I've not seen that one. Yet. Oh, man. 
It's well done. It, it, don't yeah. listen to Jillian. Just he. I said, don't ever get a movie from Jillian. I asked him for a Godzilla movie once. He sent me you said gay porn of two dudes with a little boy that hung with them. As they watched a robot fly around Godzilla's face. He, he said... Such a jaguar? Yeah, lend me the worst Godzilla movie that you have. But I meant, like, so worst I, fun. I lent you know, him like... Godzilla vs. Megalon. <laughs> yeah. And then he said, this is the worst Godzilla movie I've seen. Okay. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> you <Not> crap. <laughs> I, I don't watch Kung Fu to, you know, watch high art in entertainment. I, I, I'm entertained on a different different level and that's that's what i was talking about very slapsticky fun where this was you know it, i don't know where it was what the point of that that show was something about friendship i read the song lyrics after okay where they're singing at the end or whatever like we're friends forever godzilla and this robot and, okay and uh uh you know, again, I thought it was. Uh, I'm actually very impressed with the film because they they approached uh, an openly gay relationship in the Japanese culture in the 50s. Um, still don't understand the boy part of it. If that's a Roman thing or 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 it was somebody's kid they found. I don't know what's going on. Where did the kids sleep? Did he have like a like? Did they have like a kid room, like a dungeon, like? Uh, I don't know what happened, you know. The kid it, was a robot. Was the kid was a robot? Too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's was, Japan. Okay. I okay. will never be accused of sidetracking again. <laughs> oh god, it's the only <laughs> only things that get fun. Anyways, never get a Godzilla movie from Jillian. Lesson learned. Terrible. It's so, it's embarrassing. So everyone at the table who was in a Godzilla movie, raise your hand. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so just Jolian. All right. That, that was good radio right there. Yeah, I thought so. Good radio, yes. <laughs> you saw how I covered it, though. <laughs> so, um, are you a horror movie fan, Zach? Yes, uh, but, you know, when I say I'm a fan of something, I, I don't tend to obsess about a certain thing. I, I'm more interested in a broad He's just distancing himself so. from me again. <laughs> So, had you, had you seen Dawn of the Dead before? Yeah, yeah. I've seen most of the zombie movies. But when it comes to horror, I just rewatch The Thing or Alien. Mm, right. I don't give a shit about, you know, some new something or this or that or something that happened in 1932 where is you know, Wolfman farts or whatever the hell happens in silent <laughs> movies. But uh, That's what we're here for. They have to hold up a title <laughs> card when he farts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just, it, a, just a silent shot and the wolf man just straining for like 15 seconds and then cuts to toot, you know, quotation marks. After yep. With those fancy borders. The way they yeah, exactly. To toot. Yeah. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Um. And then some woman with too much makeup doing the oh my face. Yeah. Uh, faints. <laughs> Have you seen Dog Soldiers? Uh, no. Uh, no. That's good. That's like, yeah. Should... Have you seen The Thing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that's that. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, because that's a good movie. Um, <laughs> Versus this piece of shit show. There's no there. little Japanese boy in that one. Yeah. Well, the, or, well, at least the little boys are explained <laughs> in the relationship. Um, they don't just... Does he fetch these dudes like Gatorade? 
or something like that when they're really dehydrated and exhausted. You know, when Godzilla's not around or something, they got to waste time. And this kid just is like a Gatorade guy, like brings them Gatorade. What other purpose would he have? Okay. He had tight shorts. That's one thing I did that, notice. Yeah, that's one of the distressing I mean, things was, about, about boys and Japanese I've TV seen girls shows with movies. longer shorts than that kid. Yeah. It was... Uh, it was again. It had like this weird Roman theme to it, you know. It was oh, real, that, that was like, like this undersea empire. That, yeah, they had these togas on, and uh, yeah. Wow, Kaiju Max. Are you aware of that? Kaiju Max. Yeah, my uh, good buddy Xander Cannon. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, his new series, Kaiju Max. I he gave me a few books of it, and I thought of you. It's, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, kind that. of uh, if you're into Xander Cannon stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, how he writes he does a wonderful job of basically monster island is a prison for monsters yes and uh it's it's really fun okay. so he does this like prison lifestyle but with these <laughs> stupid monsters and you know it's really okay. you would really i think you would dig it i don't know you're fucking weird dude you i know just, yeah like, <laughs> I, Godzilla help, I, movie. It. I embrace it okay <laughs> It's really fun, though. Okay. I, and it's Kaiju. Kaiju so. Max. Yeah. For for yeah. our listeners who don't know you, Jolien, how many DVDs do you own? Oh, no. Approximately. Uh, quite a few. Quite um, a few. Less than 2,000? More than 2,000? About 2,000. I don't know. I don't know. I've not counted them. God, the digital age is going to be a fuck you, dude. He's going to have a <laughs> box of house of shit and everybody's gonna be walking around with these little square things that has fucking the library of congress in it and I, it I, even has it whatever stupid horror movie you're talking about and your godzilla boy love whatever the fuck was happening there it has all that on this little magical square and you're getting your friends to lug around four thousand pounds of fucking godzilla porn <laughs> <laughs> well, they're still a... on Betamax, most yeah. of them. Yeah, Laser yeah. disc, every single fucking so heavy. one. Reinforced shelves. <laughs> um, there's a there is a theory that there will be an electromagnetic pulse that's going to wipe out all those digital files. For what? Also, they've already Terrorists. had cases where, uh, like, the rights to uh, <clears throat> digital files have been withdrawn. So people who've 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 bought things thinking they own them found that they're actually renting them so that they've lost their yeah it's like music but all it sh- this is wild west right now guys 10 years all this shit will be figured out i mean there won't be any question anymore we're, we're literally in the wild in infancy of the internet and how business operates on it and who owns what and when you purchase something where is it stored mm-hmm. all that shit will be solved so you can concentrate on godzilla porn more You'll have time when the du- when the dust settles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, be <laughs> dusting off the short shorts. <laughs> uh, these are, these are much more snug than your kilt. Yeah, the kilt don't, don't with the it. Japanese what snow wind that goes up your your taint or whatever That's, the hell you're talking about earlier. The snonema. 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 Now, enema usually is a, a, an exiting type of activity. So is like the snonoma a precursor to a snow enema? Mm, or cause retraction more than extrusion. I would think but so. But I'd think it would go up there if it was an enema. Yeah, that's what, that's what we're talking about with that snowstorm yesterday. But, and for the listeners who don't know that we're in Denver, we're in Denver, and we got about <laughs> two feet of heavy, wet snow. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to shovel, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah it was. Yesterday, yeah. the day before, was 70. Right. Yeah, that's, well, that's weird. Yeah. Denver, it was 60 though. at midnight. Yeah. It was 60 at midnight, before. yeah. Yeah, it was... 
dank out, looked like snow, but yeah, it was. I've never lived anywhere in my entire life where I've used both the heater and the fucking air conditioner in the same day. Yeah. (laughs) What is that? In summer. More than once. It'll be like June or something. Yeah, all four seasons, all four seasons will have you using both both of those settings in your car. Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I've lived here uh, almost 11 years now and I'm still surprised. Yeah. Land of the cracked windshields too. Like every oh, yeah. spring, it's <laughs> just down. You can watch down the street. You can just. <laughs> it is funny stuff. Uh, so Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Let's talk about that thing. Yeah. Uh, the, so this movie. Was, it's a British movie. It was made in 2003. You released. mean British? British. British. And it came out in 2004. <laughs> yeah. Filmed in film, filmed filmed film, film around <laughs> London around Ealing Studios. Yeah, so let's talk about the neighborhood Ealing Studios, and I think the pub is in South London, but most of it's filmed in North London. So these are these are North End the guys. The pub is the Winchester in the film, but it's the it was called something else in real life, and it's now a bunch of flats. It's a it's a craggy bucket of rust or something like that. Now it's the Duke of something or other. Duke of something. <laughs> The Duke of something. The Duke of yeah. Rusty Nails. There's got to be a bucket or the, the Duke, Duke of, of something. Yeah. The Duke of somewhere. Yeah. It's got something's head on the sign and a yeah. bucket. A frusty and... ma- a mug and a stupid shield that nobody gives a shit about except the family. <laughs> <laughs> we actually do have a bunch of listeners in the UK. Yeah. Oh, really? Not yeah. anymore. <laughs> well, we oh, did. No. <laughs> They'll be putting on the red coats right now, and it's only the. By the time we finish recording, they live. They live loaded their muskets, <laughs> standing in a line. Don't worry, we've got we've got the patriot Mel Gibson who's going to go after. Yeah, him. he's going to stab you with the fucking flag. Is that the dumbest movie ever made? Oh, that was awful. Holy shit! A... I shot blood from my eyes when I fucking was watching it. Just shot out of my eyes. The patriot. It was like, pretty. It was pretty bad. Like when the sun. The uh, Mel Gibson's son is standing in front of the window, and then they pull back, and it's framing the battlefield. How do you really feel about the Patriot? I don't like it. <laughs> okay, I want to <laughs> clarify for anyone who who can't see. See, the Brits us. will like me there. <laughs> see? Yeah, I, I didn't like that one. No, uh, and it, it's not historically accurate either. No, that's the trouble with movies like that. And neither is Braveheart. Now, well, I have, a, I have a serious problem with Braveheart. Wonderful movie, but yeah. it will always, always, forever fucking be a pilot. I can never watch it again for one scene. It's, uh, he's in like the castle, and, uh, the Duke of something or whatever is there. And, uh, he's sleeping, having a nightmare and he wakes up and Mel Gibson is on a horse and bashes his dumb fucking pasty face in with a, a mace. Mm-hmm. Everybody know what scene I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Okay. The bad guys are coming to get Mel Gibson after pasty face gets smashed. And he jumps out the fucking window at the horse. The The thing is, if you watch it, the horse floats like a piece of styrofoam and then hits the fucking water. Doesn't do anything. It just... And just floats like a, a fucking driftwood. There it doesn't sink, doesn't splash, doesn't it just it doesn't even go underwater for a tenth of a second. It just hits the water and is there now on the water. Mm. And uh, it really upsets me because I watched an interview with Mel Gibson in between beating Russian brides or whatever he does in his spare time. Uh, uh, allegedly, I don't know. Um, we'll say allegedly uh, but uh, uh, <laughs> well, we, yeah because this is being recorded let's be safe now yeah. um, but uh, 
uh, he's talking about a, a guarantee you can't tell the, the what the real horse is from the fake horse is. There's a fucking fake plastic horse, fuck face. How about that one right there? Shut your mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. That's a floating fucking foam horse that you painted black throughout in the dark. There we go. Cut. Fucking wrap. I liked Road Warrior better. Yes. Yeah. No styrofoam horses. None? Amazing. No. No, no. The, the dog was real. He was. Yeah. That um, kid was made out of styrofoam. I he, remember wasn't that. that the, wasn't that the second or the third? His one? teeth were. I saw. I, I think his teeth were styrofoam. I read that yeah, somewhere. Yeah. I watched a pop-up video once on VH1, <laughs> and it said that styrofoam teeth. Don't you miss those? Yeah, I do. Pop-up video. I'd watch the shittiest shit of all that ever shat, and if it had a pop-up video factoid on it. Oh, yeah. This dumb, stupid fuck that that made this song you know i don't know what was made another song he did yes <laughs> he, he now paints billboards or some shit that, that, and, the uh, feral kid he owns a shoe shop in Australia yeah he should somewhere. own a braces uh, store uh, ironically uh, he owns I, a shoe shop yeah i hope he stays in character for a bit. <laughs> how, about, how about fury white wasteland of death <laughs> just walk away did we you, go did, did you like uh fury road oh yeah i'm yeah. still trying to get uh 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 I'm still, I'd say, leather-hard penis-wise from watching that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had a boner for a good, like, seven months. Oh, good. Yeah. That's the yeah. mark of a good film. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did a radio show with the fellow who played Wes in Road Warrior, uh -huh. a.k.a. Mad Max 2. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, I, I just... I just said hello at the start, and then he just came out with so many good stories, didn't say a thing for the rest of the show, wow. and just let him talk. Cool. Uh, which is unlike me. I'm usually so... Uh, yeah, you, you won't shut the fuck up, Jillian. Yeah, uh, you're pretty animated most of the time. Yeah. Animated's a good word for Jillian. Hey, that's Stop good. Motion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imposing presence. Yeah, of course... <laughs> Uh, that's because of my shorts Ray Harryhausen of course is, is what comes to mind when someone says uh, animation yes yeah <laughs> I've met him a couple of times the too. skeletons with swords <laughs> yes there's always yes. good stories on that stuff like how they were able to film that and make it look so good yeah especially in it's time he's a, he's a god I, I was very excited to meet him yeah you you don't get starstruck very often do you that was the only time only yeah. time Just He's lying. He cries every time he sees me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that too. But uh, yeah, but you're still with us. It's because the way you twist my nose. Oh, what? <laughs> but you like that? I do. I do. <laughs> so, Jovian, let's ask you that question. What is your favorite scene on this? Oh, movie? when when they're like uh, they they're trying to figure out how to kill them, and they're just throwing stuff at them like mug stands and things. Yeah, like that. it's just hysterical. I just cry laughing, laughing. Oh, every when time. they're going through the records, that's that's yeah, that's pretty one of my funny, favorite scenes. And when they're just like throwing pathetic things at them, it's just bouncing off them. And then the finally the laundry basket. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think the uh, mug tree was my favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was the best anti-zombie weapon ever. <clears throat> By the way, laundry basket's not fun to draw. Uh, no, there's yeah. a lot of little parts to that. Not if you hand draw it. No. You know. Yeah. Some, someone's like, if you look on ID, IMDB <clears throat> or the trivia, they... Like they they've ID'd all the records that they throw at them. There's always soundtracks like uh, 2001, Rollerball. Yeah. <laughs> Rollerball. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's my favorite movie, isn't it? Like throwing the soundtracks at them. Oh, Batman. Batman yeah, soundtrack. like Batman, they do, but Sign of the Times, they don't. I've got 
a copy of Sign of the Times. So if you want to throw it or listen to it. Well, it, it, yeah, it'd be the one to throw because it's a nice double album. <laughs> yeah. A little heft to it. Yeah. yeah. A little <laughs> dent their head a little bit. Of course, my prized possession is the uh, soundtrack to The Shining. That's a really hard one to find. Yeah. I've got a really great copy. That was a gift. Wow. Yeah. And uh, a nerd factoid of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah there's we, a, we do have them on this show. Okay, oh, yeah. Occasionally. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I couldn't tell it was going that way, guys. <laughs> right. right. What do you yeah, have? We, the Batman soundtrack? I wish. Hey, yeah. welcome to the podcast, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I apologize when we had the uh, when we had the Green Beret on the show. I was like, oh, yeah, we should have warned you that we'd be a bunch of nerds. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the funny thing about that was Luke could tell you anything you need to know about blowing shit up, but he's not seen really any horror movies. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of weird to just have somebody who was total clean slate on all the crap yeah, we were yeah. talking about. You could just throw something at him, right? So, you know, what would, if zombies he, turned up at your farmhouse, what yeah, would you do? He could tell you objectively, well, well how to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, well, you know, he has blown things up that uh, a mile and a half away still had debris field <laughs> scattering in front of you. That's big. And overhead. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a great story. Yeah, and, and it, mostly true. <laughs> his his first mission out in Iraq, they found this huge cache of explosives and weapons. Yeah. Three, so ha- three like, houses full. So <sighs> he he did this like really rough estimate of how much was there, and then they retreat, retreated about a mile away and blew it up, and they were all cheering, and then the debris started coming down their heads, and it's like chunks of oh, concrete building. <laughs> yeah. That'd almost be worse than uh, the, that time. Do you ever see the video where they blew up the whale? Yeah, oh, too much TNT. Like, <laughs> just it's just car-sized pieces of whale landing on people in the parking lot and stuff like that. Good times. Love Yes. So, so everything in this movie happens twice. Um, do, do, is that reflected in your um, in your adaptation to the comic? Well, it's faithful. Uh, the, there's the only thing different are there's uh, two added. I think there's one added scene how Sean escapes from uh, uh, the zombies at oh, the bar oh, the before run, he meets him back. When he's the running buffet. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I put Chris Riles, the lead zombie, in that. Uh, they wanted to show... There's a couple... There's just yeah. a handful of things in there. Chris Riles, the editor-in-chief at IDW. Yes. Yeah. Do your homework, folks. There it is, right there. Yeah. That scene right there. Um Go one one more page and back we're, is where we're it looking starts. At this beautiful so page. that's original as opposed to uh, okay, yeah. uh, the movie. Um, and there's a couple minor spots. There's a lot of little Easter eggs that we were asked to put in. Um, a lot of, uh, I don't know, graphic bullshit like zombies with their dick hanging out and things like that. Uh, you know, you got to entertain yourself. Right? Z- uh, uh, whoever, who are you? Jolian? Jolian. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nice to meet some you. people call me that but uh you know how it is drawing dicks on zombies it just happens yeah yeah it does well have you seen um the original cut of teen wolf uh do you know about the dick in the, uh, in the... i don't but the, oh. the what disturbs me the most is that you asked me a question that that involved teen wolf <laughs> Not only the movie, uh, like some behind-the-scenes secret footage. More like Peen Wolf. 
Uh, th- there's a there's a scene at the Does end. Michael of the- J. Fox have his fucking hog sticking out. <laughs> no. Big wolf dick. <laughs> no. Nope. Big old fucking uncut like wolf dick just sitting out there. Crank. Give me the ball. Just give me the ball, and it's hanging out by his shorts right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, wondering why he can score untouched. Because his- <laughs> they're all running. big old wolf dick slapping people in the cheeks as he's going for slam dunk. <laughs> This is what we promised our listeners. <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. No. Actually, there's a guy in the bleachers who was an extra who, when the crowd <laughs> when the crowd jumps up and cheers at the end of the movie, this guy has got his penis hanging out of his zipper, yeah. and he's jumping up and down, waving it around. <laughs> that guy is what you call a hero. <laughs> well, wow. I should have done that in Godzilla. It totally have. cut me out the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, that one you can still find on YouTube, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I promise I won't look at that. <laughs> well, 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 we'll put it in a really important looking email and it'll just just be an animated... Still, you have like a coin be toss where the chance, right, Jillian, to get through to me? Right. <laughs> but I, I'm all for jumping dicks, but I'm not going to watch Teen Wolf again. No. Just on moral principle. No, no, I've never seen that. I saw Full Moon High. Well, I've never it seen it. came out that. around the same time, Larry Cohen's take on high school werewolfery. There would, we go. I would rather watch all of the Howling uh, sequels than to watch Teen Wolf again. Wow. Oh, God. That's pretty rough. I only saw the first sequel. <laughs> oh, I'm still man. recovering. Oh, There's a get... long way down from there. I mean, oh, yeah. A long way down. Oh, I, I think I'd watch, I'd watch Teen Wolf <laughs> twice before I watched Oh, don't, don't even Howling. say that. You, you just <laughs> yeah. watched the roof surfing on a loop. I would rather the than music full blast. There are some sequels to the Howling that are Howling Seven. Who just I uh, didn't even know they made Howling uh, Seven. Yeah, they went now. To... Now I find it respectable again. Yeah. If you can make it to seven by printing dog shit, you've won. That's the mate. You just hacked the Matrix. You just hacked the, the you and the dude that convinced the people with money to make Kangaroo Jack or Kangaroo Jack was uh, it the... the third one. No, the one with howling, the kangaroo. Howling through the marsupials. No, no. Oh, well, okay. That, nice bridge. But no, I'm talking about that movie with the, the, the rapping kangaroo in, okay. in Australia. Oh, right, right. Fucking hell. Um, yeah, I think you're right, Kangaroo Jack. Wolf of yeah. Wall Street. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, were- you can the werewolf people of Wall Street. The kangaroo Jack of Wall Street. That's the sequel. Anyways, if you could make somebody say, okay, I'm going to make a money chase movie that involves a fucking rapping kangaroo. Um shame on them all i don't yeah you may be a hero you may be you may be the greatest you're an elite among humans but uh i want that man on my team i've decided and whoever made howling seven because if you get to howling seven it's just like dude i need money i got a great idea you're the best con man there ever was right yeah yeah. it's like yeah i mean honestly before you watch that movie you need all weapons removed from your house yeah. Like anything that you could kill yourself with. Anything you could <laughs> harm your television <laughs> with. Don't have the history erase button in your hand when watching it. Or that thing from you wear in... the paint off the fucking button like two minutes into the movie. Or that thing from Men in Black that erases your own memory. Oh yeah. Yeah. You'd want yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. You, you no. You you just stab both your eyes out with that tool. Even <laughs> though you could erase your memory, you choose to stab your eyes out. Yep. 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 Anyways, ask ask something fun. Um, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Let's circle so, back. So, okay. so talk like, about Recall. You know we've talked about uh, Shaun of the Dead twice in this podcast. I think we have. So every podcast we've done, we've talked about it twice. I do like the uh, Misfits uh, 
uh, theistic pe- candle here. Yeah, I, I came he, up he with some this. some uh, horror themed. That's pretty badass. How do I get one of those? We, we had um, narrowed marring this candle with the crimson ghost. I'll trade the artwork for it. As used okay. by the misfits decorating it. Yeah, I'm in love as with made that. by Richard. Oh yeah, here you can take this one. Yeah, and uh, let's just have you draw Sean in our guest book here. I wasn't told I'm being put to work. Jesus. It feels like work. You're doing it wrong. Uh, right. You don't work in comic books. <laughs> so, so tell us a favorite old horror movie that you like. The Thing. The Thing. Okay, uh, the original? I mean, the Thing from... Nah, outer- fuck no. the 50s. <laughs> but fuck the entire 1950 United States. Uh, no, no. The, what, 79 or 81? 81. 81. Yep. John, um, John Carpenter's That might thing. be my favorite... Uh, 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 epilogue of a movie. Oh no, Sean. Uh, Good, the bad, and the ugly is probably my favorite epilogue. But uh, thing for horror, I just think is the best there ever was. I'm gonna grab some pens. Yeah. Ever. I like those '50s movies, but yeah. then do you? I'm I never weird. heard that. Do you? <laughs> oh yeah, I love the original thing. Yeah. I I saw it once. I'm just I'm just being uh, it's profane. Based on a short story from the '30s, so it's even older than. Yeah, yeah. And who was that dude's father? And where was he from? <laughs> Are we talking about Darth well, Vader? No, Darth I'm just Vader. I'm seeing how deep his facts go. Uh, well, the the author okay. of the original story. What, what does his called, shield uh, look like? Who goes from there? His family and by John Campbell. There's a oh. short story. Oh, bring it on. Do it, Jolyon. And then Keep, the, give uh, me facts. They man. made this uh, the movie in '51, called The Thing, and uh, then this novelty record called The Thing came out around the same time. So they, who was they, the special effects then guy? Then they in changed the thing. it to uh, The Thing from Another World. Yeah, who's the special effects guy? Special effects, like, like the guy that made the monster. Oh, that who was... did those? It was James Arnest playing the monster. Yeah. Who did the makeup effects in that? Um, I want to. Can't s- remember offhand. Uh, we could look this up. It wasn't I don't, Pierce, was I want to see knowledge. It wasn't James I got Pierce. a fucking magic Google device in my pocket, too. <laughs> <laughs> Jolian knows everything but that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you hit the one thing he doesn't. Jolian, you're letting me down, man. I'm sorry. Jesus. He's, he's otherwise a total encyclopedia. It's this beer. It's just, it's just killed my brain cells. You'd probably know it like Godzilla smokes this brand of cigarettes. <laughs> and... Uh, Morley's. I think he smokes Morley's. Morley's? I think he smokes trains. (laughs) (laughs) So what are we doing here? Okay. Uh, Well, I just got some pens out. This is going to be good radio, too. Yeah. I also like how people are like, oh, you drew a book 15 years ago? Do it. Yeah. (laughs) That's always fun. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Quick sketch. Okay. Yeah. So so we'll we'll post it on our Instagram. We we have an Instagram. Do you? Uh Uh-huh. It's it's chewing the scenery. Okay. That's it. Is there Godzilla on Instagram? Um, we can put Godzilla pictures on there. Really? And we can we can show which um, movie we're talking about, uh, with the short shorts and the the man love and all that stuff. Yeah, we can put that on our Instagram, so people don't think we're actually making. Maybe you it should up. do just make a JPEG of the the boy's short shorts, like waving at Godzilla, and do like uh, uh, what was it? Uh, who wears short shorts? The bikini oh, bear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nair sprayed off with Nair. And you could just have the two Japanese dudes in the background with like a thumbs up. So sure, that, that sounds beautiful. like an extremely successful image. We've done worse. Really? <laughs> I, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's gold, and I'm giving it to you. Absolutely. 
<laughs> well, let's see. Allowing for what we're going to cut out of this, uh, we've got about 20 minutes done. No. Okay. <laughs> hey, you said I could curse. There's yes. No cutting on these shows. I'm just kidding. We wouldn't cut anything out of one of these. We only cut out urs and ums. We don't cut out no, fucks. You don't. And... <laughs> You're right, I don't. <laughs> you don't cut it out when you have to take the dog out of the studio. <laughs> no. If the dog is in here and starts making noise, we just leave it in. Are we talking about me? <laughs> 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 okay come on all right let's let's circle back come on guys okay get okay. it together let's do this so what are we doing so you, all right you want to do the a, intro did you have the uh, screenplay as well for this oh uh, no i mean they were so secretive mm. I, I i literally had to work illegally on it before i could work legally on it <laughs> um and, and that's how nutty you know this this film stuff works so uh, the cool thing is uh, the studio bought uh, most of the artwork uh, from me after the film okay. for Edgar Wright as a gift. So um, nice. that was pretty, that was my first big paycheck of my career. Did you, did you get to meet any of the people involved with the movie? Uh, Edgar, back when we used to email back and forth, and I don't mean that in any way, dude emailed me a few times. We were very nice. Um, I guess him and Simon were in LA and uh, like uh, many people, uh, that grow up on an island, they don't realize how big the United States right. is. And they're like, let's get a beer tonight. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'll be there in 16 hours. <laughs> you know, let me start up the car here real quick. You know, but so, I mean, he was super. They could not have been nicer people, but it was just email. Yeah. So. Yeah. I always um, got the impression that they super were. super nice. They seem like a really good bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like everyone who's ever dealt with them seems like nothing but good. Zero, nothing but glowing yeah. <laughs> things to say about yeah none of them have ever been a dick to anybody not even pete pete is pete a dick let's talk about pete <laughs> I, was I, pete and teen wolf <laughs> did he show his dick is that why we know pete he well, almost doesn't show him but they carefully the, cover the it roommate? up oh oh yeah yeah that's yeah, yeah. we're like, talking about the character pete yeah i thought you meant like a person well, like, the actor's name you guys is just pete. get around talk shit about some dude named pete or yeah, something all day long. Pete, Pete knows who he is. That you guys worked in fucking Menningers with and, yeah. I don't know, stuck brushes <laughs> or some shit together and fuck Pete now. He, so, he fucking put brushes crooked and shit. The brushes were always in disarray. Yeah. You couldn't blame one person. Fucking Pete. No, I blame Pete. That's Pete's department. <laughs> Peter Serafinowitz. Yes. The only person who was naked in the movie. Yeah. Did you draw him naked? I didn't get to see that page. Well, I drew him without clothes, but uh, his uh, crank was not visible. With the panel cut, really pissed me off. I couldn't show um, the full hog. <laughs> <laughs> That's how comics work. Uh, well, there's a lot of full hog in there, though. Um, by the time Sean was inking me on it, uh, it was behind schedule, so we brought in uh, uh, an old friend of mine, um, Sean Murphy, to uh, uh, help ink, and. Uh, the the dick count went up by about four thousand percent, just like <laughs> zombie dicks ripped off on the ground and on on shelves, and uh, it was ridiculous. So you had to go and and white out all those, or? huh? No, you left them in. <laughs> Every single dick is in there. Here, so me, I'll show you some good dick. He right. he just jumped on it right away. I just saw a twinkle in his eye and he grabbed the book and there we go <laughs> we're gonna well this will end up on our instagram here i'll show you i didn't even draw i only drew one dick actually and that was on the shelf of sean uh in the apartment of sean and ed um ah 
What's this over here? I bet. Sorry, I'm making noise. Oh, there we go. Here's a good one. All right, let's see. One that I didn't do. This is all Sean Murphy dick right there. <laughs> there are, there are yeah. dicks lying on the sidewalk. Holy yeah. crap. Well, it's a zombie dick. Oh, okay. It doesn't count. Have a uh, class. Bottom panel, page 49 for those with the uh, collected <laughs> edition. playing along at home. Oh, my God. If you're going to go through dicks, here's Thompson Knox, the letter of Wild Blue Yonder. I drew him as a zombie. Sean puts a dick on him. <laughs> Uh, just his dick hanging out. Wow. I drew John Adams in there. So he has the him t-shirt and he just put his pants down around his ankles. So Sean and I would then, it eventually, uh, crested when we did, uh, uh, outer orbit together. Mm -hmm. We tried to outdo each other with how stupid we could get away with a drawing in the background or something. And, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, this is the Genesis. We started with this. Who could draw the stupidest fucking zombie? We have uh, zombie Jesus skateboarding down the road here. Wow. Um, uh, no, no, he, acidic Jew uh, uh, zombie is skateboarding down the road. Uh, Jesus, um, who is a zombie, um, is just walking down the street with his giant cross. So uh, <laughs> there he is right there. Wow. There's Hasidic Jew skateboarding zombie. So, so, so nobody was keeping a short leash on you on this one, were they? Well, um, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I mean, don't pay attention. They left it in. Um yeah, I don't know. Wow. I, I mean, I don't ask people if I can do things. I'll just be honest. I just kind of do them. Right. And, uh, you sneak any dicks into Batman? Uh, n well, I don't want to get certain people into trouble. Me personally, no. Okay. But, so but these movie uh, adaptations usually have a really short deadline. Was this? That that's part of it. Really so um, so you wouldn't get much time but, for approvals. I mean, in my defense, I probably only drew like three dicks in the whole thing. That's um, a pretty low dick count. It is. It is. When Three's it comes proud. to yeah, well, with dicks, you know, who wants to be in a room with three dicks? <laughs> you know. Um, anyhow, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm honestly embarrassed that I let some of that slide now. Um, because you're so mature now. Mm -hmm. Not at all. It's. Uh, I'm a more serious storyteller. Um, nowadays, uh, I was serious back then, but I still had my, I, I mean, shit, I think I was 30 years old. So emotionally, I still probably 14. Mm -hmm. That's about right for yeah. these days. So, yeah. uh, you know, and as I started getting away from superhero stuff, I started, uh, to respect the medium far, far more. And, I would think uh, so. Cause there's so much formula to the superhero stuff, isn't there? Not necessarily, well, yes, formula, but that, I don't think that's Sean Murphy right there. He put him in his underwear, uh, getting hit with the bat. Uh, oh, nice. We kill him again, and we kill both of us, I think, in the bar later on. Um, <laughs> so, uh, shit, I keep getting side. I mean, yeah, you, you put so much, I mean, when you were able to do your own thing, like Wild Blue Yonder, you put so much into the storytelling that you couldn't do in, like, Nightwing. And Correct. It is a natural Richard progression, Dragon. though. You, you, you you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> and that's the problem. So, you know, as I started inking myself and started doing more serious storytelling, I got way more serious about the medium and, and not, not as much uh, studying the history of it. Although I've done some of that, uh, more of where I can take it. I'm very, very, very obsessive about what I can do with this medium. And that's why I only do my own books now because I can, take them to the level I want. Um, and shout out dead, just, you know, to tie that back into it. Uh, 
was literally the, the genesis of the process. Wild Blue Yonder would not have happened if it wasn't for Shaun of the Dead. Out of Orbit wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Shaun of the Dead. Shit, the Cape wouldn't have happened, at least for my participation in the Cape, if it wasn't for Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. So, if you want a good scary horror comic, uh, the Cape has got some really scary moments. Yeah. yeah. Definitely have to check that out. Yeah, very disturbing oh. stuff. So You haven't read The Cape and you're a horror fan? I haven't. Jesus. I don't get a chance to read anything anymore. Have you seen some 1951 Godzilla meets Wolfman at the prom? Uh, Did you see the behind-the-scenes rare footage uh, that's only on 8mm in my my friend's basement of uh, the Wolfman in the background uh, playing with his left nut? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But when you say something like the Cape, fucking Joe Hill property, you just crickets. You know, you know Joe Hill? Yeah, I do. Okay, That's Stephen King's son. It is. Yeah. He, used, he used to be called Joe King, but he didn't want people to you not, know what, to you not know take what his him real seriously. Name is? Isn't it Joe King? Joe Hillstrom King. Oh, what's the Hillstrom all about? I don't know. It has like umlauts and shit, so I'm sure a family shield is involved. <laughs> um, but uh, or, or his dad loves Motorhead more than he loves ACDC? <laughs> I don't know. I'll take that. Um, I would say that anyways. But uh, anyway, uh, no hate. or, or I'm not dissing uh, ACDC. But, uh, no. Uh, yeah, Joe Hillstrom. I always thought that was cool. So he yeah. just cut that in half in Joe Hill. So There it is. Yeah. I like that. Super cool cat. Yes. I'm going to talk about... Uh, I've uh, uh, <laughs> movies I haven't seen, I'm going to critique anyways. Um, Batman versus Superman. Okay. <laughs> good idea or bad idea? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's a good question. What the? Aren't they supposed to yeah, be on the same the side? Can, first of all, uh, Butt Chin, whoever the fucking dude is, uh, uh, Asfleck. Uh, ben Affleck? Yes. Batfleck. Uh, what? Are we even trying anymore to cast fucking movies? Are we just getting... No. Could that... I saw... It really upsets me, this fucking movie. Just seeing the fucking trailers hurts my fucking soul. I wonder about this. You know, like, what... Like, they did this in... um, In... uh, what is it, just like bad guy versus bad guy? Batman versus Superman? We're just gonna stare and be angry at each other? And guess what? Spoiler alert. They both live... You fucking fools! Go go watch something good. There's little boys in Godzilla movies that need more watching time, and you're fucking watching 3D Batman versus fucking Dark C- Superman, C- CG Superman, and, and fucking punch each other in the dick for two hours, and everybody runs out of the theater fucking in glee because when they're eight years old, they would have been so happy to see it, but now that they're 45 and their fat wife won't fuck them, they're going to go watch Spider-Man, Superman, go do a podcast, I'm going to get on the forums, talk about, I can't believe hey, this got hate, you need to learn to embrace, finally now comic book movies are above being realized, I fuck all you guys, they all suck, no it was good, Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie. That was the that was that was pretty fucking solid. But guess what? It wasn't a superhero movie. It's a character movie that the dude had a superpower suit. It was a rich. Then the guy. rest of them was just. Why don't you just have all the Iron Man stand in a circle and jerk off on each other? That would be the much better than the other two movies. I noticed you said Iron Mans and not Iron Men. Um, Iron Mans. See, so. we talked about this before. If you got several of Iron Man, it's Iron Man's, right? Correct. Okay. Or Batman. They're not a society of Iron Men. <laughs> right. I think you just wrote a new comic. <laughs> oh, the Society of Iron Man. Yeah. Guess who's not drawn that? 
Um, <laughs> jolly and you're hired. Not it. Thanks. Great. <laughs> it's you good can to work. circle jerk Iron Man. <laughs> oh, this suit, he punched the Hulk. <laughs> good to work again. I'm, um, it's I'm, like a furry convention, but for Iron Men. I or Iron Man's. I can't. Yeah, say, I can't say. Very, I have, very I have annoying noise. The neighbors complain. <laughs> squeaking. It's at a Best Western. Welcome Iron Man's. <laughs> Welcome Batman. Thursday through Friday. Yeah, uh, but I'm with you. I, I, do, I don't see the point in a, a Batman versus Superman movie. Let's do something new. Mm. We have that story. Frank Miller showed you what the fuck was up. I was going to say Let's that earlier. Let's go make yeah. something new. I've got that book, that, that graphic novel. Just everybody wants to retread a tire. Like, oh, I, used to, I grew up on Superman. That's, kill all those fuckers. They're, know what they're good for? Underwear and lunchboxes. <laughs> they're brands. There are no fucking character in there. Fuck all you people that think there are. There, whatever character was in there has been abused and stretched so thin it's like a molecule thick and and would stretch from here to the fucking moon how far they've stretched each one of these characters out i'm tired of it and i don't care what shit i get fuck you all mm. <laughs> four stars fucking children so you're recommending it so two yes. thumbs up yeah two yeah uh i will see you this weekend at the theater to watch batman vs superman yeah you're gonna first of all how do you fucking even fight superman he could if he want if he wanted to be he'd just eyeball your fucking face you got all this billion dollar armor on your stupid mouth is sticking out <laughs> it's, he would shoot a, a superman dick laser at your mouth there's no way you could shut the fuck up. Oh, he has a power suit. He, your mouth is open. It's Superman. He'd look at your you'd look at your mouth and burn a hole through it. There you go. Shut the fuck up. Game your over. characters are stupid. One can do everything, and one's like forty, and he's fucking still sad his parents were killed when he was two. You what? Get the fuck over. Go to therapy. You know. Come on. He fucking could, let's do this. He could afford therapy. I think so. Bottom line. You know, I'm sorry your parents died, but if I have to watch, like, why why Bruce Wayne's fucking dark and his parents dying in slow motion with the pearls dropping one more time, or how Spider-Man got his fucking powers, or where Superman's from, or any of that, what, how many fucking times do we have to tell the same story? Is there room for a new superhero? Of should, course. Or should we get, should, should we just get rid of superheroes? Like, li no, don't put limitations like that. That's the wrong thing. When, as soon as people, people said there's no room for new zombie movies and look what Shaun the Dead did. Yeah. Just, just fucking nuke them. Right. So quit, quit, don't put limitations. Like, of course, superheroes are a fun genre. Mm -hmm. Re retreading the same fucking tire for 60 years is not good. So the genre isn't the problem. It's what we do with the genre. We're too fucking afraid to abandon what was already successful. So none of us are artists that are taking part in this fucking industry, at least from uh, the big two side. No, it's a bunch you of You can pretend to be... Now, individually, there's some badass fucking artists and writers and colors and blah, 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 and even editors, but as a whole, it's not art anymore. We're just keepers of this fucking brand flame so we can still sell more fucking X-Men underwear or cheerios with fucking x-men flavor this month uh x-mans uh x-mans um <laughs> and uh, they're the they're the competing convention across the street from the best western of the iron man's convention i have to wear triple x-men yeah, I, I believe it's x-men's <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, how would a two-year-old say it is always the question yeah, what makes the most sense? But this, I, I really have a problem, and I do catch flack for it. Oh, you don't even support comic. 
comic books. I support the fuck out of comic mm-hmm. books, and that's why I'm pissed at you. You know, and and you being all all you douchebags that are are just hey, this movie's a pile of shit. Okay, it'll only make three hundred million dollars because you go see it twice, so you could go on a blog and talk shit about it. And move the fuck on. There's beautiful stories. Shaun the Dead wouldn't have happened if they kept trying to redo Dawn of the Dead. Right. Um, and, and that's the problem I have uh, with our industry. It's it's a shrinking little pond with a lot of big ego fish in it um, and a million little minnows getting gobbled up uh, and it's just ever shrinking and it, all we're doing is we're, we're just we're, we're stagnant we're we're so I don't even know what the word is we, we stunt ourselves we corral, yeah, that's a good word we corral ourselves we limit ourselves um, as artists and creators and storytellers and and that's that. And, and hey, look, no, I'm not dissing. I have nothing but love for anybody that works hard in this industry. And if you enjoy ba- drawing Batman or Superman or Spider-Man every fucking day, good for you. I'm, gl- I'm truly happy you found what makes you happy. However, as pertaining to that being the core essence of our industry, or at least American comic book industry, I don't think it's sustainable. It's not sustainable. Kids... You got to constantly be reinventing yourself as an art form always, or you will die because the world is always progressing. Society is always progressing and it will pass you by. And we're clinging on to these old stupid tried and true things that worked all the way through the fucking eighties. And we're still doing the same damn thing. You know, a million variant covers, uh, uh, crossover events to trick people to buy, Oh, this stupid. Oh, yeah. you like fucking X-Men? You should buy Thunderbolts too. And you know, do yeah, whatever the, the variants on the covers that, that is just strictly about money. Isn't there, it? Well, it, it is in a sense. It's good. When you launch a title, I think it's cool. Cause it's kind of a celebration. At least that's how we treated it. But okay. after that, eventually it becomes a gold foil cover. And then you're now just finding reasons to take my money rather than be an artist. You're, you're, you're a car salesman at that point. You're putting a shiny little fucking bobble on it because we're stupid monkeys. We're like, shiny bobble? <laughs> fucking give it to Get the fuck away. That's my shiny bobble. How many more shiny bobbles you got? I want them all. It's a limited edition of shiny bobbles. Yes, it is. And that's, we, we got to, and we're not going to. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not speaking to the, the majority of people in this industry. I'm probably pissing the majority off, but it will die. There is an end of the road here. Not as a, 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 an art form. There will always be comic books in whatever incarnation it takes, all the way to VR to being beamed into your fucking brain at some point. Um, there will always be that medium. There always has been comic books since mm-hmm. the fucking cave. Since some dude grabbed a stick and looked at the dirt at the campfire. How know? much can you say about the uh, the new thing you're doing with Rob Leander that was just announced? Oh, uh, I can talk quite a bit. I can't say all the actors that are involved, which I think uh, you yeah. may have been privy you to just some let, of the, let the one. Yeah, Gerard Butler's our our we partnered with his entertainment company and uh, for all the me- multimedia uh, ventures. Um, this current one, uh, Wild Blue Yonder, uh, it it's uh, Intel's new technology called RealSense, which is a 3D camera, which is a super uh, hyped up or souped up uh, uh, like Xbox Connect for okay. your your laptops and 
whatever else, computers, things like that. Uh, uh, so if you have one of these things, and it's going to be available for people that don't have it too, and it'll play more like just a motion comic book. Um, uh, so like you're just watching a movie. But basically it's a, an interactive version of Wild Blue Yonder, the comic book, with a 3D camera in the sense that it's tracking your emotions, how you're reacting to the story. You can look around the artwork. So we animated it with parallax. You know, sorry if you heard my voice go out. I'm <laughs> fucking pantomiming it for some reason. But uh, 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 you can look side, like you can move your head around and look around the artwork. So if Cole is talking, you can kind of look around or see what's behind her a little bit and things like that. And there's objectives and, and, uh, it's pretty fun. It's just an interactive motion comic book, but we got movie quality uh, music. We got uh, four, five tremendous actors. One's Academy Award winner that uh, we can't announce yet, but uh, the main one is Gerard Butler. He's He steals the show, and I can say that easily. I mean, people are going to... Just like in Dracula 2000. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, this, Next week, if, we'll be talking about Dracula 2000. Seen, if you haven't seen this book, it's uh, there's lots of flying around in jet planes and people in jet packs. So there's a lot of motion in this. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so not, it's, it's not people in the room talking. It's a lot of fun. Um, uh, it was just uh, uh, screened at uh, GDC and... Uh, could not have gone better and uh we'll eventually be releasing it just for like phone and stuff like that that album is so good we're actually releasing it at, uh, at itunes which oh, cool. we're negotiating negotiating right now so there will be the <clears throat> wild blue yonder soundtrack uh and then we'll be moving into vr with it um and uh uh hopefully square down this movie deal that sounds really cool um Damn. well we, we are almost out of time i can see the counter Counting down. We run out of time on this? Um, when there's a fourth mic, it takes up more oh, memory. Oh, Mark, yeah. And if you remember, this card sounded like it was in a bathroom because we mm -hmm. didn't have those settings that I don't know where to set them. Yeah. <laughs> so next time. <laughs> We're all pros here. Well, I've actually, I have a friend who put these great settings on this, so it kind of uh, limits the high-end, low-end stuff from yeah. squelching and sounding like someone stepped on a pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to dovetail into that. You can buy uh, Wild Blue Yonder on Amazon. Um, yeah. It's also available on Comixology since we're on the subject. And, okay. and so. uh, is there anywhere, do you have your own website? Is there anywhere people could come and buy stuff from you or anything? Oh, uh, uh, I'm probably most prominent on Facebook and DeviantArt. Okay. But I'm on Twitter also. You know, Grandpa Howard here isn't around a lot of places <laughs> when it comes to I the internet. I think your, uh, your actual website hasn't been updated since Shaun of the Dead came out. So. Yeah. Uh, probably just after that. You found a good uh, oddly enough, we're <laughs> updating a good it spot right now. And stay with it. <laughs> so, yeah, it uh, is embarrassing. But uh, I noticed that I didn't stop getting work, so I stopped updating the site. And it literally, like the last time I have artwork on there, is doing that in Star Wars covers or some shit. Hey, so, if it ain't broke, don't break it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well, we are breaking it. It will be. It's almost done being updated, but. Uh, <sighs> Yeah, you're gonna ruin yeah, it. I know. So, do you do you recommend Shaun of the Dead to people who have not seen a horror comedy or who? Oh fuck! Who, if you haven't seen it, well, break up with whoever you're dating because they don't love you. They did not bring this into your life. That's uh, gonna be the box quote that we just <laughs> go fuck yourself until you watch well, this. You stupid fool! It's a A plus movie. It will 
it will affect you. You know, and that's I, all you can ever ask about a story. And mm-hmm. you know, I agree. Uh, what I said last time or the time before that, uh, unless you're a cinematic moron and haven't seen this, you should go out and see it and then join us for the show. Uh, I always recommend the movie um, highly because I think it's got the best of both worlds, horror and comedy. I think the story, covers all bases. Yeah, I mean, it does. If you're bored in this movie, again, I I lose my number. And, and the, Don't ever fucking talk to me. And the and like you said, the the movie comes around full circle on so much, and it's just it's poetic. Yeah, its recall is perfect. Yeah, it doesn't beat you over the head with it. It it, it, it's it brings subtle. it in a very sentimental way. And repeated viewings reward you greatly. Yeah, and very much. There's so. scenes towards the end that are really quite moving. Yeah, they are, and. It's it's just a lot of fun. You know, the moments of levity um, don't uh, betray the sincerity in the scenes, and I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Especially the fart recall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When a when a best friend proclaims their love and the other one farts. <laughs> that was my favorite recall. That was. We even funny. did a brown cloud around him while he's apologizing. <laughs> That's or, funny. I'm yeah. sorry, Sean. <laughs> so, Jolien. Uh, how do you rank this one as oh, best uh, Zom rom com ever made? <laughs> Zom rom com, which is what they dubbed it when they were touring yeah. for it. Yeah. Oh, very much so. That's yeah. all they dubbed it as. Yeah, which is is brilliant. Um, Will, have you recommended this to people? Have you sort of uh, said, yeah, check it out? Yeah, I, I, I would. I don't know that I pass. Uh, he doesn't associate with but, people uh, on that level. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd be seen a bit this forward. since. Uh, uh, it's been a number of years, and I think I showed it to my dad last. That's the last person I would have. And his dad never talked to him again. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm breaking up with you, son. <laughs> but no, it it it's one of those that I think uh, after you've watched it five, six more or more times, that you start going, "Oh, that's weird." Like me noticing that Noel was on the other end of the phone with Ed. Yeah. See, I didn't even know that night. I watched it a billion times, but in my credit, I watched it at a resolution that was embarrassing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, it looked like uh, homemade porn from the eighties. That's how bad resolution it was. And we all know that very well. Well, we, yes. We're down to it. We've got to wrap this thing up. So we're going to talk about Haxon next week. It's a 1922 silent film talking about the history of witchcraft throughout the ages or through the ages, however they say. Through the ages. Through the ages. Holy shit, Actually, does that sound great. I it's, think, um, it's a really good looking and strangely film. Strangely, feature Is length it? movie, yeah. you know, which mm-hmm. I which I'm I'm impressed because something in 1922, it could be like, yeah, it's 20 minutes long. That's a whole movie. No. It's like, no, 90 minutes or so. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. Um, you can find us on Instagram, as we said earlier. And, uh, and again, thanks to the Moonrays for our intro creature features at the top of the show. Um, so let's say goodbye to our dear listeners and, uh, uh thanks Zach. Yeah. Uh, he Ooh. said, talk to the listeners, dude. You got to listen to his, his instructions. <laughs> Don't listen to me. <laughs> no, it's there's been great nobody, being here, dude. There's yeah. nobody in, uh, no. nobody in charge here. Oh, there's enough time left to say thank you, Zach, for coming on a show and, uh, stay off the moors. Stay off the moors. I'll do my best. <laughs>